Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Are you ready for the Thursday Night Drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. Shout out to Beef Butter Barbecue. Wow. The food was amazing, Monte Paul. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive on a Monday, presented by Coors Light. And again, we want to give a shout out to Beef Butter Barbecue as we start the show. No Derek Engler, no Tarek Sala. We got uh, Monte Ball in for those guys here and... And Monte, you're a lucky man because we just had some fantastic <laughs> food. I swung out to the north side of Madison, and they got like a family pack there for us. We had the ribs, the links, uh, some brisket, and some pulled pork. Every bit of it, amazing, outstanding, and it it carried well. So I carried it from the north side of Madison right downtown. Uh, you didn't eat the mac and cheese because you're on a diet. <laughs> uh, I had the mac and cheese. It's amazing. G will get out there at some point and eat some of that food as well. But, man, everything was fantastic. I mean, gosh, is that place good or what? It is amazing. Ooh. And they also have $3 Coors Light pints every day. So, I mean, washing that food down, uh, which I will do later with a Coors Light, amazing. So... It's been one of, uh, it's catered to uh, Madison's top 100 companies, and they can cater for you. Give them a call at 608-640-5000. Award-winning brisket melts in your mouth. Nothing like it in the Madison area. Shout out to them over on Sherman Avenue. Next time you need something delicious to eat and wash down with the Coors Light for three bucks, or you can uh, use them to cater. So fantastic. What a way to start a show, a shortened show. We only got an hour here on... Uh, Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light with former Badger Monte Ball. Let's start with the Badgers just because we haven't talked about them much today. And I don't want to look past <laughs> the performance from Braylon Allen. And I think you were part of these conversations a little bit on the air. And Tark, Solidarik, Angler, the regular host of this show, they're of a different era. And so they're like, well, just give Braylon the ball 35 times. He's 17, he'll bounce back. And I, I, in my head, I said, don't go higher than 25 with Braylon, just because he's 17. I don't want, I don't want to happen to him what happened to Ron Dane. Like mm-hmm. Ron Dane's, most of his carries, most of his career was spent here at the University of Wisconsin. There's only so many body, so many hits a body can take. And so I said, hey, I want the Badgers to win as next, much as the next guy. But this is when Malusi was healthy. I'm like give Malusi the ball, give Shipper the ball, give Acker, whoever it is, just work these other guys in because. I want to see. Um, I want. I don't want to see Braylon Allen get run to the ground. But that was a perfect game against Northwestern. Twenty-five carries, one hundred and seventy-three yards. I uh, had a catch in there, so not too many touches. And look, he was barely touched when he got the ball. Right. I mean, uh, I. I think I would include myself on that as well. Uh, uh, Nine hundred ninety-six carries here um, at Wisconsin, and once I got to the league, my second year, I, I tore my groin. Yeah. Um, my, my my legs kind of gave out. Um, 
on me. And, and I think that 20 to 25 carry range is the sweet spot for Braylon. Uh, most definitely the sweet spot. We don't want to run him into the ground this this early in his collegiate career because uh, we're we're gonna be riding his back. Yeah, <laughs> the badges are gonna be badges are gonna be on him uh, year two and year three. Most definitely, this kid's gonna be in the NFL at what nineteen years old. <laughs> Life came at him fast, didn't it? Right, because there's no way <laughs> as long as he's you know gets through next year healthy that he's gonna be here for a third year. He's gonna have the two years and he's going straight to the NFL. Yeah, he's one of those guys, one of those few guys where I'm like. I love what he's doing. I wish he'd go to the NFL for his first year. I love the Badgers, but I'm like, <laughs> I like to see these guys get paid. He's one of those rare breeds that looks like he could actually uh, take that beating. But uh, what the Badgers have done, running the football mostly, Monte, I mean, obviously the the defense at this point is basically a given. It's right. like, all right, the defense is amazing. Nobody's going to score on them. At this point, no. special teams and offense is going to give them more touchdowns than the defense <laughs> is. And so uh, that's kind of already, we're taking that for granted. But offensively, it's been Braylon Allen and the running backs. Lucy was a part of that for a while. They've been able to carry this offense. And it's helped Mertz get better. Still, I don't like seeing the pick. And, I mean, a good completion percentage. Still like to see that that yard, you know, that average of yards per attempt get higher as yeah. well. But it's at least now respectable. I think the, I, I think the thing with Mertz, though, man, is... is and I've said this before. Let him get that pick out the way early. Just let him let him get it get it out of his system, and then he and he seems to play well. He seems to settle in and and play some football. But but again, I think I think one thing as well that uh, I'd be remiss without saying it is it's got to give credit to the coach Chris, yep. especially with when, when dealing with the running back room too. Gary Brown there, the coach there as well. I mean, it's been. It, it's it's been a crap show there since since <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before the season with the knife fight what have you and all that stuff players get dismissed dismissed uh, uh, transfer or what have you and and them still finding that identity obviously a lot of it is Braylon Allen mm-hmm. maybe he should have been a starter at the beginning who knows I liked Malusi but hopefully heals up and comes back but uh, I I think you know rolling with the punches man and they're doing a good job of it on the offensive side. You have to, uh, well, quickly, this is Metro Kia's Thursday night drive, presented by Coors Light and Fireball, and Jim Rutledge alongside former Badger Monte Ball. I want to give a shout-out uh, to Carbon World Health. Monte, you talked about you got up early and worked out. I mm-hmm. I get over there whenever I get a chance. Not as much as I want to, but you know I can make excuses <laughs> left and right. No, but no, they're fantastic over there. But what's even more important, they're offering 50% off of labs this month. And that allows you, and I just had my lab work done. I think I go over it with Dr. Nestor Rodriguez later this week. That lab work is going to allow you to figure out, uh, are you, is there somewhere you can get a little better? Is there some, whether it's uh, hormones or it could be liver function, it could be cholesterol. It, it's a full body panel. So what, if nothing else, you find out kind of a look on the hood and how everything's going. Mm-hmm. But also, um, especially if you're older, hey, I'm lifting weights, I'm not dropping weight. Or I'm lifting weights, I'm not gaining a lot of muscle. What's going on with that? Or I wake up tired all the time. What's up with that? So those are different things that you can kind of work out with Dr. Nestor Rodriguez to make sure that you're kind of functioning at an optimal level to help with that weight loss, help with that energy, help with everything in your life. And Carbon World Health is offering 50% off labs this month. So get on over to Carbon World Health and get your lab work done just to find out. If nothing else, that's going to be less expensive than your insurance is going to charge you to get that kind of full battle, full body uh, work up there, and I, I just referred someone over there for the cryo as well. So you yeah. can try out the cryo at Carbon World Health too. Uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about, and you touched on it with this uh, thin running backs mm-hmm. core. I mean, Jalen Berger, and you talked about it when you played here that you know maybe transferring crossed your mind at some of the low points here, and 
Berger, I don't know where he's going to go, so I, don't, I can't write that off and say, oh, that was a mistake. But the idea of the portal being so readily available, it could lead to mistakes because this is the, right now, and we'll get to Julius Davis and what he's doing with this opportunity, but the this portal can allow someone to maybe make a rash decision. And right now, Berger would have an opportunity to showcase himself. Exactly. Yeah, and, and that... that that is that is that was a question that I was asking myself the other day. Um, obviously, with Malusi's un, unfortunate injury, I was like, "Is Berger now questioning his decision? Is he kicking himself in the butt, or is he comfortable with his decision? Um, who knows?" Uh, I we did hear that he was at what the Michigan State basketball game, I think, um, in the crowd there. I think rooting for Michigan State. Who knows? Okay. Um, still don't know where he's going to go, but but yeah, I, I think by it being so readily it, it and so convenient for players uh, there's no question that there's some guys out there that are questioning their decision well especially when you look at it of in season i like the and when the portal idea was kind of announced i was not expecting so much before the season was over and the badgers lost a couple guys during the year to the portal and that's the part to me that is more surprising than anything else because it doesn't a lot like play out the year i guess in in my mind if i was one of them uh, or if they were my, you know, family or whatever, like, hey, finish the year and then transfer wherever you want to go yeah. instead of getting out. And I know Tark and Derek have kind of asked that question of like, why won't you finish the year? Because uh, it's not like you can go and play for someone else this year. Uh, what's kind of you know in your mind like? What do you have, do they think it's toxic? Are they just kind of frustrated? What do you or you know is it they, they just don't want to deal with the academics for having to play a year? <laughs> I mean, that could be part of it too. Uh, I don't know, but. Uh, there's a you know that's one that kind of surprised me of yeah. just trying to move within the year. Yeah, my my, I'm I'm old school man. I'm not that old school, of course, compared yeah. to some other guys. But I'm honestly not in favor of the whole transfer portal thing. I mean, but again, who who am I to say what a yeah. player can or or if you need to travel or go? Excuse me, if you need to go somewhere else, uh, you know that's that's your own prerogative. But but I'm just not a fan of bailing when things aren't going your way. I'm more of you know what, throw some dirt on it. Uh, get 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 stronger in the weight room. Do more conditioning. Stay an extra hour after film. There, there's something that you're not doing, or somewhere, some area that you're not excelling in that you can excel in if you just put more work into it. And I, I just I just love those stories. I agree with you. Those are the stories that everyone likes, and hopefully it regulates itself. Where yeah. I get it. I am pro players. I mean, we can kind of hear the story of you know Ben Brust when he committed mm-hmm. to Iowa. He had to kind of fight. <laughs> the coach had quit. He never arrived. They were still trying to fight tooth and nail to get him to have to go there, and that doesn't seem fair. And you know, even the stuff with uh, was it Jared Udoff? You see a lot of times basketball, and I know that I don't think Bo did anything wrong, but I mean, Bo basically held out, held him up because he wanted you know made Jared come see him face to face, which I think is something that is good. Yeah. But at the same time, I do think I wish there was maybe a better advisory panel or or certain things like that. Just the idea of. You don't want people to make too rash of a decision because there is something to be said to you said the old idea of, of old school sticking it out. Yeah, but you know I want players when they're ready to go they can just go where they where they feel like is right. But it's at times it just, especially for football because football and Monte you can speak more to this. It's such a big roster that you can get buried. It's hard to get unburied and they can get kind of tough for all of this. And basketball, okay, I'm the seventh guy. Well, one sprained ankle and I can be playing a ton of minutes. Football, it could be six sprained ankles before you get your playing time. That's true. That's true. Uh, if if I do expand <laughs> my horizon here, because I'm just thinking about the running back position. Yeah. Obviously, it's the most banged up position, one of I would say. But uh, 
and, and and obviously obviously Berger would have the opportunity right now. But but yeah yeah I mean again, who am I to say this is the place for you? This is where you need to stay. Obviously, if you need to leave for for education or to get a shot, um, you know, on a roster, you know, more power to you. Uh, just for myself, the way that I did things when I was wearing the Motion W, um, maybe because the portal wasn't available, but I I. I still would have would have kept my head down and grinded it out. It worked for you though. It did, and so that's the you're this you know. And there's a lot of people that putting it down, putting your head down and grinding yeah. it out works for you. Too early to say if Julius Davis uh, is working for him. Mm. I was kind of. I don't know <laughs> if the Badgers radio broadcast had some sort of uh, edict to really pump uh, Julius Davis on the radio. <laughs> Good Lord, uh, I heard his story six times in 30 seconds, and then he fumbled. Uh, so I felt like they jinxed him, but I was rooting for him. I don't know how he got so buried. I don't know uh, that whole story, but he, and I think partially they wanted to, to spotlight him on the broadcast, and I wouldn't yeah. put it past the university telling the university employees to spotlight a player if he gets into the game. Julius Davis stuck it out. Julius Davis was a decently recruited player, probably a three-star guy. And he had nine carries for 47 yards, which is nice. He had the fumble that I think was even returned for the touchdown. So that was a heartbreaker. But at the same time, I was happy to see him get some carries, get some time in there, and, and make some plays for himself because I, I think you know that's one of those stories you could point to as a university and say, hey, stick it out. Stick you it have out. Monte Ball story, but stick it out and you'll get your opportunity. Yeah, yeah, and, and good for him. I think with obviously – you know, ball security is job security. He's going to work on that. But when you look at what he's done, five yards a carry, five yards a carry, and, and every running back in that, you know, prior to this, yeah. every running back in that room, the you know, eyes are wide because players are transferring, falling out, getting yeah. injured, and all that stuff. So when he is getting his opportunity, he's, he's not playing terrible. No. He's not. He is definitely not playing terrible. Group right. Health Cooperative knows that you're more than a number. Your GHC doctor gets you, understands you, and doesn't just care about you, but about you. And GHC knows you have high expectations. If you have an experience at a GHC clinic that doesn't meet your expectations, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. It's another you and GHC are better together. Monte, looking ahead a little bit, Nebraska, I don't want to say that should be a definite win, but that's a home game against an unranked opponent. Now, that one should be pretty easy. And Minnesota, I don't know what to make of them. They lost to what I do not think is a good Illinois football team, no. but um, they, you know, at least Illinois showed up, and a uh, an Illinois team, <laughs> uh, and they showed up against Minnesota, against Penn State, and Penn State didn't show up either. And that's half the battle sometimes here. But I mean, I'll be honest the 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 Minnesota losing to Illinois t- t- told me a lot about Minnesota. Yeah, uh, with all due respect, uh, but but that 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 told me a lot about that team, and and I don't think we are the only ones who are going to be looking forward, looking ahead right here. I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. We're going to give uh, we're going to give away some tickets right now. I'm going to give away two pairs Ooh. of Madison Capital tickets. 844-770-3776. Caller number one and two. 844-770-3776. You can get free ca- Madison Capital tickets courtesy of Coors Light. First two callers, 844-770-3776. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light and Fireball. 
Metro Kia Madison, home of the 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty and the 1995 oil change. Madison's trusted Kia dealership. Getting the new trusted news and breaking news here on ESPN Madison. Don't really have breaking news. I will share that Blake Bortles was uh, released as Kurt Ben Kurt was uh, removed off the COVID list. So, And I'll share this bit of news as well. Not super breaking, but I saw the game last night. Or yesterday afternoon, but it feels like nighttime since the sun goes down at 3.30 now. Uh, Packers linebacker Whitney Merciless, uh, he tore his bicep. And he's out for the year. As soon as I saw that play, and you kind of saw it, and he was trying to reach for it. was a play where like Russ looked like he was sacked and then kind of got right. out of it. And then Whitney grabbed his arm right away and started like, pu- like pulling and like grabbing at this and shaking his head. I'm like, he's done for the year. Uh, and unfortunately, he is. Uh, he's one of the few NFL players that have come out of Illinois. Uh, they've, they've had a rough go there. But uh, it's been the defensive guys that usually can do it, though. But it's been a while. I always think of like Simeon Rice and Hardy Nickerson. But uh, Simeon Rice, yeah. wow! But Merciless uh, had some play there. Richard Mendenhall, with oh, a little wow. bit, yeah, a little Mendenhall run there. with. Uh, was he there with uh, Juice? The quarterback yeah, Juice. I think that was the Illinois, team that got right? to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that's right. God, they had some players over there. But then, gosh, then that program just—I th- I really thought Lovey was gonna turn it around. Yeah, and I think he. You know, I think part of his gig was also to like just pull them out of pull their heads out of their butts. Like, because remember before that, I forgot who they had. Uh, some uh, uh, Zook the Crook. No, they had no. They oh, had that, that was way back. Yeah, it was Tim. Yeah, that was back. Beckman, when. Beckham, Tim Beckman. That's right. Yeah, yeah that, and that he was. Uh, I think he had like abuse issues again. Like, actually. Too far in player hazing. Too far in like making freshmen. Wow, jeez. So it was like a bad culture there. And so then they brought in Lovey, and I think he fixed all that. That's a tough. Let's be honest. Really, who's won there? Zook got to the Rose Bowl once, and that's it. That's a hard program to win at. The only thing that, that Brett's got going from is you get six wins, and that's a win. And you are in the are they in the West or the East? Illinois. Where are, uh, can you maybe look up standings there, G? If the Illinois is in the West Illinois. or the East, they've been are, so irrelevant. I feel like they're in the. The, I, uh, gosh, they still got a program? Wes, because the no. Badgers play them pretty regularly. <laughs> uh, here's the deal. I think with, with, with Brett as well, what he has is um, he's got a lot to prove. He does. You know, he's, he's got that pressure as well, too, because everybody's watching. You know, you're seeing how you're going to do now being back in the Big Ten. So I think that obviously puts a lot of more fire under him to, to make a difference just so he can obviously, you know, gloat a bit. <laughs> so, right. And, and when you look at it, though, they're in the th- West. Okay, so they are in the West. Thank you. So they have this issue of um, where are they recruiting from? Because mm-hmm. you got Missouri. Uh, they're gonna because it's Southern Illinois. So Missouri is gonna pull SEC players, yeah. uh, and you're gonna you're not gonna get those SEC players who want to come to Illinois most likely. And Nebraska has the same problem too. Like, where do they pull from? Are you gonna pull from? Are you really gonna pull from Chicago? Illinois, you know, it's really far from Chicago down. Yeah. Like culturally and physically. So then, where are you pulling? Like, they're prob- Chicago's best players. They don't go to Northwestern, but they can come to you know other areas. Chicago's not a hotbed necessarily of, of college talent to begin with. So, yeah. uh, and then you're trying to look uh, maybe a little bit to the east or the west, but there's not like Illinois. I think has a geographical problem as far as how do you win consistently the there. Roots. Can yeah. you get, can you get a team consistently around six seven wins? Yeah, probably. But. I actually never really thought about that. Actually, you see my face right now yeah. as, you, as you were as you were sharing that because I never really thought. Geographically speaking, like exactly where they're at, like where are they going to get their pool? Although, you know, Wisconsin is nowhere near close to to New Jersey. True, 
That's got to get one. That, yeah. That's one heck of a yeah. You know, obviously yeah. getting a Ron Dane yeah. like that creates the pipeline itself. Yep. Um, and obviously they need their Ron Dane uh, w- in whatever position it is down there, which will naturally create that pipeline. But but yeah. I, Look, you look uh, at Wisconsin's yeah. roster. Most of it's going to come. A lot of it comes from the state of Wisconsin, uh, and then you look at the mid Ohio. Uh, Wisconsin's kind of built an identity. And look, Minnesota. Part of it, what Wisconsin's done, and maybe Brett can do it there, is Wisconsin built an identity. Like, hey, we're going to be Midwest. We're going to get the leftovers from Ohio State. We're <laughs> going to get some top tier running backs and top offensive linemen because we've always done that. Mm-hmm. But then we get some skill positions guy. Remember, when Brett was here trying to poach from Florida, uh, so that could be one too. But the problem is. I haven't been to Illinois' campus in a while. Illinois is not Madison. So no. this is the whole other part of it. That's the middle of farm country. And that's just not... I mean, even Iowa's campus is nicer. Like as far <laughs> saying as, a lot. Yeah, but I mean, it's not a lot going on in Iowa's campus, but there's more in Iowa than there is at uh, going down in... Champaign. In, yeah, Champaign, Illinois is the middle of nowhere. See, my thing is, I think also another thing, that that's why it's going to be interesting to keep a close eye on Illinois, because Coach B, again... Um, I had zero qualms with the guy. I know, obviously, it was it was a tough split up, um, emotional split up from from the program here. But I think one thing that he was really, really good at is recruiting. I don't know why it was very charismatic. Uh, came mm-hmm. into my living room, sat down, talked to my parents in Missouri, had dinner. I mean, this guy knows what he's doing when it comes to recruiting. So it's going to be interesting to see what pipeline and where from. That pipeline is going to be coming from, um, you know, into Champaign. It's going to be interesting. Well, and that's the part that I find curious about what's going to happen there, because, and also, does he have a program identity? Because mm. at Arkansas, he had that ability, and he had a program identity. He should have been able to build more there. Wisconsin, he had that Wisconsin brand. I'm right. sure the Badgers, and then once he gets in that room, Illinois, you don't really have that brand. It's the same. Nebraska's having the same problem. I mean, where are they pulling from? They used to be a Big Twelve team. And now they're not, so they can't pull from there. You can really pull down to Texas. I don't, that's a kind of a hard. When they were Big Twelve, they could though, because you're in that conference at least. True. You can at least say, "Hey, you'll see your kids play." And uh, they're not going to pull out west. Like, how, can't imagine I mean, pulling a kid from the coast to Nebraska. <laughs> so no, no. I yeah. mean, I think they're 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 more worried right now about, about where they're going to pull some coaches from. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, but that's the thing. Scott Frost is an established good coach and. The way he plays, you sh- you shouldn't have to. We saw it at UCF. You didn't have the top tier there, but but UCF is easy, might be an easier place to recruit nowadays than Nebraska. That's true. I think again, man, we're in a different day and age with with the transfer portal. We're, we are truly in the age of bells and whistles. Yeah, I mean that's really what it's coming down to. Unfortunately, uh, where where hey, I can go here, but if I don't like it, 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 in three months I can leave and go somewhere else uh, where they have more bells and whistles or where I'm getting more playing time. Playing so. time. There's so many colleges. Yeah. We, we were talking during the break. <laughs> I saw Devin Singletary. Motor Singletary is what they call him at FAU. Yeah. He's probably a guy that could have been a badger. You know, Zach Brown right. was a guy that would played here, and I was like, I, I mentioned to him, like, probably four years later you could, you could might have been playing for the, the Owls because uh, four years later it would have been Coach Partridge on there. But Coach Partridge and then that Lane Kiffin, and now they have um, Willie Taggart, the the former coach of Florida State. Like, mm-hmm. that's a name. Like, now those guys don't come up to Wisconsin maybe or definitely not Illinois and because now it's like, hey, I can get playing time. I can get to a bowl game. I can get on TV. Uh, I have an on-campus stadium. Well, wh- why would I? Like, yeah. I can just come in here and, and play earlier. Exactly. And, and so... Uh, that's kind of one of those 
that's part of it too. I think there's so many colleges where it's like, I can get to the NFL with playing time. Trey Lance is coming from North Dakota State. Exactly. And so, especially with the Patriots, I mean, Belichick is looking at D2 schools. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I just don't envy some of these colleges that have to kind of rebuild themselves. And Wisconsin, they've won, they have the advantage of knowing their identity with the offensive line. And and they have that built in recruiting base here mm-hmm. with the offensive line. But I've said this before when the, the best thing Gary Anderson, and it was a very important thing, because I don't think this Badger team is as good over the last few years if they're still running that traditional 4 3 defense. When Dave Aranda came in here, and- <laughs> he brought that 3 4 defense, and Jim Leonard's taken it to, I don't want to say another level because Aranda was pretty good here, mm-hmm. but uh, he at least has kept it at Aranda levels. There were some D coordinators in between Matt Canada and someone else, or not Matt Canada. Um, Justin Wilcox, was that it? The Was it Wilcox? Out, he went out to Cal after uh, here and was the head coach after being a D.C. for a yeah, year or two. How, yeah, how many years was that? That would have been quick. Yeah, it was a year, maybe two. Right, no exactly. more than two. Yeah. So, But the recruiting base here, Wisconsin's just full. Monte, you see high school ball. It's full of these guys who, whether it's a super athletic quarterback, I believe Zach Bond was a quarterback running back in high school. Like These super athletic high school running back quarterbacks, they, they're not athletic enough to play those positions in college, but they are athletic enough to play skill positions in college, like an outside linebacker, like an, and so the Badgers being able to recruit, they have this this base of these players who are uh, athletic, but not athletic enough to be D1 yeah. running backs or quarterbacks, but they are athletic enough D1 athletes and all of a sudden you got linebackers galore. I mean, think about how they've been rolling them out rolling here them. since they <laughs> since Dave Aranda got here with, with how many guys they put in the pros. Yep. And so they have that built in too. And I just think when you look at building a program, it's somewhat luck because if, if a different coach was hired, they're probably not running the 3-4 and they yep. don't even know it. But some of it, look, they established, they know they can, the Badgers know they can run the football, how to block the football, and they know how to play defense now. They just got to figure out how to pass the ball. Out how to pass it. I mean, my thing is this: when it comes to the recruiting, I just, I just hope. Obviously, I'm not there. I'm not understanding. I'm not sitting at the table, and I'm not looking at expenses and all that stuff. But I just truly hope that the Badgers are exhausting as much of their expenses as possible when it comes to recruiting. Fire the jet up. Go see yeah. a quarterback in Cali. Even Open if that you, Twitter back up. Exactly. Even if you think, you know, what are the chances of you pulling a quarterback from Cali? Uh, I mean, it, it actually has happened, but, but. You know, some top, top recruits in from the Sunshine States, that being Florida or Cali or even Texas, I'll call it Sunshine State. Bringing them up to Wisconsin, obviously, is going to be difficult. But again, I would not, if, if, I, if I opened up my mailbox and saw, you know, a scholarship, I'm happy, of course. But yeah. if you don't come see me, right. if I don't feel wanted, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to entertain it. You just got me, it's funny, of the Badgers just had bad luck. And Bud Meyer, I don't think, was quite a four-star guy, maybe some places, but he was pretty highly recruited. He was. And highly thought of. And he was too injured. He just yeah. didn't work out. I'm not really sure what happened to Bart. Bart, uh, Bart, Houston. Uh, Houston. Bart Houston. Yep. Yeah. that's Cali. That's Cali guy, right? That's what we think yep. of it. Yeah. We mentioned the Cali <laughs> thing. And I kind of forgot about him, but and he was, was fine here, but I'm not really sure whatever happened that he couldn't take that step. Uh, and, and, you know, it just didn't get there. Remember Austin Kofensis was here for a year, the the wonder kid from from out out west Nevada. We had to get him. Whoa, dude, he, 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 I forgot about that name. I think I think quarterbacks speculation, of course. But quarterbacks when they come here, they're probably hoping here. Uh, you know, they're going to open up the offense, or we're going to be throwing 40, 50 times a game just because I'm good yeah. coming into the program. But that identity is stuck here. It's not going to change. It's not going to change. And I'm fine with that. The one thing I do hope they adjust to is that much like in the NFL, everyone's running Vic Fangio's defense. Mm, yeah. I, I, 
hope the Badgers keep on looking and say, most people are running Ohio State's offense right now. Like (laughs) That's a very popular offense. You see Alex Smith running, you know, back in the day at Kansas City. There's elements of all that, but there is far less of the old school West Coast offense and far more of, uh, let's just simplify it, Mm -hmm. let the players make plays offensively. You still can have that power run game, but got to got to let the the players make plays because you do you do let the players let 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 them go out there and do what they do i mean the, I, I think some of the best coaches out there like the bruce arians the 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 belichicks i'm not trying to change what you're doing as an athlete i i brought you here for a reason now i'm just going to figure out where you can compete at where you can play at and you just do what you do james white is a great example yep. he's not a three down back he's not a we're going to give you the ball 25 times up the gut this dude's catching the ball like he's a receiver, and he's phenomenal. Has a great career. He does. I love that stuff. Those are the court, those are the coaches that 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 make it happen. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive on a Monday, brought to you in part by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. If you missed any of today's show, you can listen back with Scouts on the Man, and that is brought to you by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Uh, Lee over there is fantastic. They got the sizzle, swizzle, and swirl happy hour. Check out Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive. Presented by Coors Light, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin, the man. When it comes to flame, know the name. Madison Extinguisher Service, owner Tori Strauss there, runs a local family-owned business serving Dane County. You can't predict when fires happen, so protect your business. Tori works directly with you to ensure everything is up to code and standards, so give him a call or check out his website at madisonfx.com. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light. Shout out again to Beef Butter Barbecue. The beans, the mac and cheese, the ribs, the brisket, all of that was amazing. Have them cater the next time you're looking for uh, have something catered. You know, give Beef Butter Barbecue a call six four zero five thousand at six zero eight six four zero five thousand. Amazing food there, and you can wash it all down with a three dollar Coors Light pint at their actual location. We can do what I do, and I'm gonna crack a Coors Light when the show's done, and, and drink a and have some more Beef Butter Barbecue. So, or you can just do it with water, or coffee, like with Monte is doing too. It tastes delicious, no matter what you're what you're drinking with it. So, uh, thanks again to Beef Butter Barbecue. Think of that next time you're looking for uh, company catering. You know, holidays coming up. What better way to make your employees feel special than get some food from Beef Butter Barbecue? Dude, those ribs, man. Oh, those. Did you see my face when I yes. bit into it? I was yep. like, hold on a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. no, man. You were you were feeling it. They're amazing. I see Strofe is back there eating it as well. So everyone's it's, enjoying the food here. It's uh, good stuff, man. At I Metro mean, Kia's. Yeah, it's uh, Thursday night drive. No, again, thank you uh, to the folks at Beef Butter Barbecue. Let's move to the Packers. Um, the defense, I just, I don't want to talk about it. It's not, they're just not that interesting to me. It's hard to judge that game. Russ, he hadn't played in a month. Both those guys, like, we all know Aaron looked rusty. And the Packers, you know, were able to win that game. That's what I took away from it is that, they were not firing all cylinders offensively, and they're still able to grind out that game. Mm-hmm. That's a speak. You see Washington take out Tampa. You saw the Dolphins take out the Ravens. So to me, that was the impressive part, is that you saw a Packers team 
kind of hanging a game. They were not necessarily playing their best football, and they were able to go out and win that football game. That that impressed me. Yeah, it, especially especially when you when you put everything into context here with all that the Packers team is yes. is going through right now. Let's let's be honest. Aaron Rodgers stuff is a major distraction. Yep. And 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 it's not like it's your second string player or your third string player. This is Aaron Rodgers without Aaron Rodgers. We we've all we we've all saw that story. Right. Um how 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 the Packers are without him. So I think when you put all of that in and then obviously the injuries as well on, on defense, a win is a win, man. Even if it is ugly, especially in the NFL, any given Sunday, it, any team can win. I beat I, you. Absolutely. <laughs> uh good news came out of that game. Aaron Jones only yeah. looks like a one to two week injury with his MCL. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is great. AJ Dillon continued to play well. Uh, step in there, look kind of like Corey Dillon of of, of old there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. That big back run of the football there, uh, and I, I think AJ Dillon's doing a great job. Uh, I do think that Packer fans, I think at times now, are almost underestimating Aaron Jones because they like what AJ Dillon's doing in the style of running. But Aaron, we talked a little bit about it, uh, before the show started, but he can block. Yep. He can run routes, and that's not that AJ's not there yet. I don't know if he will ever get there. That's a unique skill that Aaron has. But Aaron Jones, you can put out in in full on routes, not hey block and then step out here or you know run you know kind of get into the flat and right. be open for the quarterback. Uh, Aaron's running you know full on routes there, and, and then he also you know can run the football. So, so he's a complete back. He is, and uh, that that again, I, I'm okay. I'm not com- I'm not saying he's a Marshall Falk. But when you talk yeah. about a dynamic running back full package, that's dangerous because now the defense is they don't they don't they have to guard you everywhere. You know, you run in post routes out the backfield or stuff like that, or not just basic swings or basic arrows. Yeah. I mean, this guy is literally doing it all. And then obviously once he gets the ball, he's slippery. He's very, very yep. slippery. Uh Aaron Jones, absolutely, in my opinion, is 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 up there with the best running backs right now in the NFL. But then you got obviously Dylan, a guy, younger guy. Uh, doing phenomenal things. The one thing I love most about, two things actually yep. I love most about Dylan. One is he's always falling forward. As soon as he gets to football, he has so much momentum already built up yep. because he just has all of his weight forward. That's that's obviously a problem for defenders. You know, He's going to get yards after contact. He's going to fall forward. And the second thing I really like about Dylan from the gun, obviously with Aaron Rodgers' offense, a lot of runs are going to come from the gun. One thing I love that he does is when he stutters his feet after getting the handoff, he's still moving forward. You notice that when he's yeah. getting handoffs from the gun, a lot of running backs will stutter their feet without moving forward, and that's all it takes for a linebacker or a D lineman to get you or for the hole to close. The great thing about Dylan is he'll shuffle his feet, but he's still moving forward, still closing in on the line of scrimmage. This guy's got 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 quite the future, man. He definitely does. Uh, yeah. He's a different back than Aaron Jones, but he definitely uh, is a good back. There's you know obviously no regret letting Jamal Williams go, of course. Uh, because they, you know, they stay. That's what he is. He's a better version of Jamal Williams, but he's a replacement, he's a good complement. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if they continue to pay Aaron Jones if they decide to move on. But you can easily have Dylan be your your main guy, and you throw in a, a Damian Williams type or James White type <laughs> with with yep. Dylan to kind of counteract that and and let those two work together and have a two headed monster. But it's just going to look different when Aaron's gone. Uh, AJ's fully capable. It's just going to be a different style of play. Uh, when Aaron Jones is is off the team. And uh, the question that I put out here earlier today, Mate, and it was our Xcoff Madison poll question on uh, the jump around earlier today. And let me just get the exact um, results here. They're not fully done yet, but we asked the question, 
And the question was, if Aaron Rodgers plays like he did yesterday in the playoffs, do you believe the Packers can win a game? Right now, 59% of fans say yes. And I kind of look at it as like probably like a 55-45 chance that the Packers win a game. If, if the Packers are only scoring 17 points, and I think right now the Packers' defense is averaging allowing 18 points a game. Mm-hmm. The best defense is around that 17-18. I think the Packers' defense is good. You're talking about a, you win a playoff game and uh, allowing only 17 points. That's a great defense because you're facing nowadays. I mean, you're facing teams. Let's. I look at that Cardinals game as the most realistic <laughs> view, especially with that Packers' defense. And Arizona put up 21. Could have been 28. Could have been 24. But it was 21. And I could have been one play away if exactly. if uh, AJ Green is awake. They at least kick a field goal to tie the game. Oh, but. So I think like that's a more realistic spot. The Packers defense allowing somewhere between 24 to 27, 28 points in a playoff game against you know a good opponent. And I think the Packers still win that game. I think the Packers offense is fully capable of scoring into the 30s. So I, I just think that 17 is a darn near impossible football game to win. It, it, it is. I mean, it's, it's, the NFC, man, the NFC is, is, is firing on all cylinders right now, it seems like. Uh, and I, I just think, man, when it comes down to it, I'm not even. I didn't even grow up a Packers fan, but I could just never bet against Aaron Rodgers. I agree with you on I that. Just, I yeah. can't. No, I, I don't think Aaron would have a game like that. That's a different story. True, I don't think true. Aaron would have a game like he had yesterday. But exactly. if he did in the playoffs, that's where it's more of asking: Is his defense good enough to go out and win a playoff game if Aaron lays a crunk? Lays an no. My my opinion: I don't believe so. No, I think Aaron. I don't think Aaron's going to lay a clunker. I that's think true. Aaron's going to walk off the bus, and you're going to get most of the time 20, 21 points, especially yeah. in the playoff game. Yeah, so it's Aaron, it's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so yeah, I'm not too worried about that. But as his defense injuries, everyone talks about everyone getting healthy. Great, Jerry Alexander's getting healthier. Well, Rashawn Gary's now going to play probably the rest of the year with his uh, arm in some sort of uh, not a sling, but some sort of mobile cast. Like cast yep. But that's pending his MRI tomorrow. If they see an MRI and they go, no, this is. You don't want to do this, uh, then he might be done. Like, yeah. but that's his plan is to do this. You have Merciless, who you signed, who's been making mm-hmm. some plays. They get a sack or two. He tore his biceps, so he's out. So there's just all these things that injuries are going to continue to happen. Look at yep. the Rams. This is why, again, I'm a big fan of what the Rams have done. They went and signed Odell Beckham Dude. Jr. And every fan here in Wisconsin is like, oh, "Way to go to be the fourth guy, third guy in L.A." And you could have been the number two guy here in uh, in Wisconsin. Well, now he's the number two guy. As soon as he landed, yeah, it wasn't that the day he landed. Uh, it was yeah, Woods day he his, signed, yeah, the yeah. day yeah, he he tore his ACL, and that's yeah. just that's the nature of the game. Yeah, uh, you know we've we've been talking about it all day yeah. today. Burger, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know you never know. You your opportunity comes, and that's what coaches would always tell us. Yep, stay ready because nine times out of ten, your opportunity is going to come with the person in front of you getting injured, and 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 Odell. Landed and unfortunately Woods towards ACL and now he moved up the depth chart that quick, and that's and that's why I always preach for your good team be aggressive go out and go and mm-hmm. and get your favorite players be aggressive if you miss this podcast listen to it on demand whether it's Apple Spotify Stitcher wherever you like to listen to your podcast uh, and it's all brought to you by our good friends at Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Middleton uh, Sizzle Swizzle and Swirl Happy Hour. Best Happy Hour in Madison, Company of Vets, uh, Business Events, Holiday Dinners. It's all coming up. Go to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton for any of those. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN App, and Wisconsin. The Man. Hangman is coming down from the gas.
Wrapping up Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. Tonight, it's an okay game. Last night's game was more interesting. Chiefs versus Raiders, at least as far as on paper. But tonight's game, the Rams will be interesting to those uh, in the area to see what the Rams look like. 49ers, they're just kind of a mess overall. They're not quite where... They're just kind of an in-between right now because they're talking about going to Trey Lance soon. They might go to him this year. Uh, I mean, this week or next week, so we don't know exactly when. But it is... uh, They're kind of in a weird transition. But when you look at the Rams, uh, Odell Mm -hmm. Beckham Jr. and Vaughn are going to play tonight. Yeah, yeah. So... So it's already been confirmed. Like both both guys are playing tonight. Both are expected to play. Expected tonight. Today. Yeah, so they're yeah. both like in uniform. I saw them in the warmups here. So you know, see, I like I like seeing stuff like that, man. And I, and I understand when you go behind closed doors, look at the numbers and stuff like that. You can't just be super aggressive. But you know, I love when I see teams say, "Screw it," pushing all the chips in the middle. Yep. You know, we're gonna try to make it happen this year, and it seems like that that's what the Rams Me are too. most definitely doing. And Odell. <laughs> Is I mean that was a no risk. I mean that's just money. They have yeah. the money, pay him whatever. Who cares? What was it five hundred five hundred k or sir? It's he, league he, minimum, he but he makes much. it back from the Cleveland. And that's so true. That's, that's how true. that deal is broken out. And that's right. So I mean I think that's a a no brainer. But even the Vaughn thing, and I guess if you people are telling me or I read that if you look deeper into the um, the trades they've made, there is some flexibility that maybe not all their picks are gone next year that they can be push to 20. There's a little bit of room there. It's not every one of their picks. I think it was down like a fifth round pick, but I think it may be a few more next year. Okay. If you read kind of the fine print on some of the trades. Uh, either way, even if it's one year, teams have had one bad year of draft picks and you're still fine. Of course. So, uh, like the Patriots. Right, yeah. <laughs> a couple years back. <laughs> if they get to the Super Bowl, to me it's already a win for the Rams. If they mm-hmm. win it, then I think they came out ahead. So I mean, it's it's most definitely interesting. I mean, I, I, you know, Peyton over at uh, the GM for the Broncos when he made that decision, obviously to 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 trade Vaughn. Um, I was in favor of it. I was in favor of it to clear up some of that space, man, that salary cap, and 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 figure out what they want to do. So, I'm in, I'm, I'm interested to see how he's going to perform um, at the Rams. But as he was, as it happened, I was like, oh gosh, he's going to the Rams. Uh, I, I knew I know they're going to do well. And then obviously once OBJ. Had his thing. I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to the Rams for sure. Yeah, so like, he's a, those guys are good friends. I was like, I'm pretty sure Miller's texting him and trying to pull him over to L.A. Yep, and there's Miller right now uh, for L.A. Mm, yeah. and That's so weird to see, man. That's so weird to see. I bet because you're, you're a Broncos <laughs> fan, and so. Yeah, well, played with him uh, in, in, in Denver. So it's, oh, weird, yeah. it's weird seeing him in uh, different colors, but but good for him. It's, it's you know what? Go get a ring. Um, I, I can mean, see him back in Denver. Really? After this year, this contract, I mean, I think it's all up. Now, the Rams said that maybe they want to try to keep him, but, I mean, if why not? If he gets his ring, true, true, maybe he goes back, but they might not want to pay him. I don't know what Denver's trying to do. One minute they're trying to get – I mean, if you're Denver and the guy – the reason why I bring up this player is this is the guy that was available to him. Mm-hmm. You, you passed on what – I don't know what Justin Fields ended up being, but you're Patrick Sertan, but the idea was maybe they get Aaron Rodgers. They didn't get Aaron Rodgers – 
And I can tell you this from experience, the whole thing's pointless unless you have a great quarterback or at least a really good quarterback. I don't care how good your corners are. Uh, so if they <laughs> if they drafted Sertan Jr. and thought like, oh, well, we're going to get Aaron and they didn't get Aaron and they don't get him next year, that's a lot of egg on your face because now you've you passed on a potential uh, franchise-changing quarterback because you thought you were going to get a player that you ended up not getting. He's uh, Peyton over there, the, the GM. He, he, he's, he's, he's making some very bold moves. I'll say that uh, he, he most definitely is, and obviously I don't want to see any egg in his face, but I'm in favor of, again, of, of the Vaughn trade. I'm in favor of what he's doing, and it's going to be interesting. Now, as for this game tonight, man, my eyes are glued, glued to the Rams, glued to the Rams. Uh, I, I want to see how Odell's going to fit in this scheme. I, 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 I want to see it. I want to see if he's going to be capable of putting, putting all that noise in the past and, and just playing some football. Well, I want to clear, George Payton is who you're talking yep. about. You know, if you might hear Payton. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's I just want to be clear, true. and you played with yep, Payton. That's so very true. I just George. wanted to, I know you knew who you're talking about, but um, <laughs> I just true. wanted to be very, you know, clear on that part of it. But that's very true. I agree with you. It's a very interesting night. Uh, it's hard to judge for sure, especially Odell, because it's, he got there, what, Wednesday? Yeah, he's not even a weekend. Yeah, so <laughs> that's kind of hard to, to nail down a little bit, but I think that could be uh, a pretty big pickup for uh, the Rams. Of course. And I saw some highlights, and I'm guessing this is what they're talking about on TV, that he easily, I know uh, Cleveland and, and the Giants have used him as a guy who end around, run the football too. Yep. So you can get in the ball. There's not a lot to going to, hey, take the ball and send around and turn the corner and, and run up the field. Yeah, he's got the speed, of course. And obviously, once he's lined up wide, you know, he can take the top off the defense, too. You know, open up, obviously, those dig routes, open up the hook routes and all that stuff. So we understand why, you know, they they, they were most definitely gunning for him. It's just going to be interesting to see how it's going to work. I was curious. I'm a little bit bummed. That would have been one really unguardable offense when they had Woods. It would have been. But Jefferson is now is no slouch. I mean, he's fast. I mean, this is still uh, an offense here that is not fun to have to try to uh, <laughs> to deal with. Well, Monte, thanks for uh, coming in. Always fun, man. It's always fun. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Let's go watch some football, man. All righty. This is Ben. Eat some beef butter barbecue. Ooh, drink yeah. some, uh, I'll have a Coors Light. <laughs> this is this is Ben Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light and Fireball, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin. Man.